Hey, I'm Jesse. We have one more verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Like we saw yesterday, Paul gives another one of these sort of, sort of punch lists of sins, similar to what he did in Galatians and in, the, in Ephesians. Now here it is in 2 Corinthians. And these are some of the, uh, these are some of like the, the greatest hits list of the sins that were prevalent throughout the church of Corinth. And he's afraid he's going to find it again. He's afraid that they may have slipped back into some of their old ways. I fear, this is verse 21 of chapter 12, 2 Corinthians, I fear that when I come, my God will again humiliate me in your presence. And I will grieve for many who sinned before and have not repented of the moral impurity, sexual immorality, and sensuality they practiced. In 1 Corinthians 5, he listed some of these same kinds of sins. See the punch, let's see yesterday's devotion for, for more of the specifics of the kind of sins that he was talking about. In 1 Corinthians 5, he was calling out some of this. He, it got pretty drastic. That's the, that's the chapter wherein Paul called out the, the man who was having an illicit relationship with his, his stepmother. And he's like, good grief, this is not even legal according to Roman law. Even the pagans would call this out. And you guys just let this stuff abide. He's worried that when he shows up back at Corinth, things are going to be in rough shape again. He's already written about this. Are you slipping back into it? Are you committing the same sins and not repentant? That's the operative word here. Not repentant. Let's read the text one more time and, and emphasize this word, repent. I fear that when I come, my God will again humiliate me in your presence. Like he knows that when he shows up, if he, if he sees this stuff, he's going to, he's going to lose his cool. He, he, he's going to... He's going to be devastated if he finds that he's been pouring into these people, calling them to repent, and it was all for naught. Now, this, is, this could be an irrational fear because Titus, if you hold to the belief that there's a, a letter missing between 1 and 2 Corinthians, Titus actually came and gave a good report that Paul wrote the book of 1 Corinthians, and initially it was not well received and the super apostles showed up and began deriding his credibility. And then Titus delivered the more severe letter and then that was well received and there was repentance. So if you believe that there's a missing Corinthian letter, then this is likely an irrational fear on Paul's part. He's just saying what's in his heart. I'm worried about this. I'm afraid of what I'm gonna find when I show up. I'm afraid I'm gonna humiliate myself. Because if I see that you guys are stuck in the same sins all over again that we've been dealing with for years at this point, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to humiliate myself, he says in verse 21. And I will grieve, see, for many who sinned before and have not repented of their moral impurity, sexual immorality, and sensuality they practiced. So he's, he's worried about them stepping back into their old ways and not repenting of them. He knows that these people are going to be prone to these kinds of sins once more, that the devil will use familiar traps to ensnare those who have been walking with Christ for a long time. The process of sanctification is a, a lifelong process. It does not conclude until you die and you are glorified. Then you're free of the sin nature at last. But in the meantime, every day between this day and that day, we wage war in the flesh. We have the Holy Spirit of God living within us, and we, He lives within sin-stained vessels. These mortal bodies are still prone to depravity. And as a result, we, have, we don't understand what we do. You know, we want to do God's will, but there's this other, our fleshly nature is still right there trying to drag us back down again. And we're going to stumble and fall from time to time. But here's the difference. When the Christian stumbles, he gets back up again and he repents. He doesn't just linger in it. Okay? If you are a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit of God living within you, 
Should you stumble once more into temptation, you get back up right away. You don't wallow in the sin. You don't sink deeper into it. All right, you don't kick back in your familiar sins as though it's like a hot tub. Actually, since I'm here, I might as well. No, you get back out of it. You repent. Paul's not concerned. He doesn't have an unrealistic expectation. Like these are these are his fellow sinners in Romans chapter seven. He's talked about his own his own war within himself. He doesn't understand what he does. He calls himself a wretched man because of his sin nature, and, and he's filled with the Holy Spirit of God. So he's aware of the reality that these people are do, are waging war with the flesh. They're putting the flesh to death every single day, just like he is. But the difference is that they'll fall back into their sin and then just stay there. Now, why is that so horrifying? Because it would indicate that they were never really saved to begin with. We have this term that we use in the Christian world, we call it backsliding. And we can get a lot, we, we can get a lot of leeway with this. The term backsliding is something that we kind of invented. There's no, not really a term for it in scripture. We sometimes use the, the, the parable of the prodigal son to kind of rationalize, oh, he's going through a prodigal season right now, I'll come back home again. But the unregenerate, quote-unquote, believer never was a believer to begin with. If there's never a homecoming time, if there's never a repentance, there's no repentance from sin, what we're talking about is somebody who's not actually saved at all. Make every effort to make your calling and election sure. Work out your salvation with fear and with trembling. Repentance is necessary in salvation. You don't earn your salvation by repenting, but by the Holy Spirit's indwelling, you're going to repent from sin. You're just going to. It necessarily must be so. Without the Holy Spirit, we're not saved. See 1 John. So look at your own heart and see if Paul would be concerned should he come to visit you. We've talked about your sins in the past. I'm worried that when I show up, I'm gonna grieve. I'm gonna be humiliated in your presence because I'm just so grief-stricken about the fact that you're struggling with the same old familiar sins and there's no repentance at all. Now, if you are from a, a background like the, the, the Church of Christ or some uh, free Methodist denominations, you, you may have heard the teaching, this idea that if you have fallen back into sin, you have lost your salvation. Here's the thing. If you have the Holy Spirit of God convicting you for sin, and you're worried about this at all, I believe that you're saved. I don't think that the person who falls back into sin and then wallows in it becomes quite comfortable in it in perpetuity uh, cares much about the Holy Spirit's conviction or repenting. It's a dangerous place, Christian, when you grow numb to the Holy Spirit's conviction. Uh, but I think that if you're worried at all about it, you're in a good place. I know that they'll point to Hebrews chapter six. We will get to the book of Hebrews. We will deal with that text. I think that's describing the unregenerate. That's just describing somebody who is fully aware of the truth of the gospel and then doesn't repent from sin. Repentance is everything. It's, it's absolutely key. If you fall into temptation, you repent. When you stumble, you get back up again. The world is not full of sinners and saints. Like we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. The difference between the Christian and the non-Christian is that when the Christian stumbles, he gets back up again. He repents from his sin. The non-Christian is like, hey, don't mind if I do. This is why Paul was grieved. This is what concerned him. Press this text to your own heart. Are you currently, like today, right now, Christian, in rebellion? 
repent, 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 repent. Come back home. May Paul, should he come to visit you, the power of the Holy Spirit of God, be blessed by what he sees. I know that you've struggled with a sin in your past, and when you stumble again, you get back up. The word repentance is key.